Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Yes, we are back, and we are going to be in Philly. For y'all that missed the last couple episodes, we still got tickets to our live show, 100% free, all ages, because that's been a question I've got a lot, because I think on the website it says like 18 plus. It's because it's at a technical, technically it's at a club, but... You can come if you're 16. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even younger, you can come. And uh, link is in the description, 100% free. I don't know how many spots are left, but there are still are spots, so get it now. And then, again, the Philly fam is putting on for the rest of the world because if we pack out that house, I'm pretty sure we're going to do shows in the other major cities across America and maybe even the globe because I know we got some Australian fans out there. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we global. We global. So be sure to get your tickets. But now let's hop into some ball talk. The, the talk of Twitter last night was this Bucks versus Heat game because we got two teams at the top of the close to the top of the Eastern Conference, I guess. And then um, the Bucks lost to the Heat earlier in the season. So, you know, I wouldn't say it's a rivalry, but this is the only team to really contain the Bucks twice a season. How did y'all feel watching that? Uh, I got some in-depth analysis. Mm-hmm. Watching that game, it definitely seemed like the Heat have their game plan ready for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the other side... I can't. The Bucks team has just been too good this season for me to be like, oh, they, I think that he can beat them in a seven games, right? Because we all know the regular season and the playoffs is different. We all know that you can beat a team in the regular season like it's nothing, and then mm-hmm. the playoff time comes, it's a different story. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Bulls fan, so I know that mm-hmm. re- really, really true going against the Miami Heat teams where we beat them 4-0 in the regular season, then they came out and destroyed us in the playoffs. But there are a few things that were working against the Bucks last night. Uh, it was a back-to-back, second half of the back-to-back, yep. and then last game it was like Giannis putting up 40-20 and whatever against the Hornets because nobody else showed up. And then Chris Middleton was his first game back after missing the last couple um, but those are the two, I guess you want to say excuses or, you know, mm-hmm. things that you can look at and be like, okay, they weren't really prepared for this. But you obviously have to give a lot of credit to the Miami Heat because they had a real game plan. And I think I said that on the last episode that the Miami Heat, I mean, not the Miami Heat, but the, the Bucks are a team that like you, you can, can really scheme for. And their yeah. scheme was, hey, we got Bam out of bio. And also another defender coming over. Let anybody on this team beat us besides Giannis. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks just missed literally like almost yeah. every single shot that they had outside of the paint. And that, on the other side, Miami was hitting their shots that the Bucks yes. were giving up. That's yeah. my biggest thing is like it's not the fact that this is, they just beat them. It's they did it again, and they might be laying down a blueprint for other teams to follow right. when yep. it is a chance to zoom in on the on the Bucks in the seven game series in the playoffs. Um, but even with that said, it's going to be harder to do still because yeah. you have to have a certain type of personnel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's it, you know it's give and take. You don't want to overreact because it is still the Bucks, like Mike said. It's still the team that's dominated the whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want to brush it over because mm-hmm. this is a team that has beat them a second time now, and they, they beat them in a real way. It, they didn't just get the best of them. Yeah. They right. actually had a game plan and a, and a way to beat them, and it you know they executed mm-hmm. it. It looked like that zone really just like. It really showed, like, the Bucks. they made them shoot. And mm-hmm. they shot 7 for 34. Terrible. Which is 20%. Mm-hmm. And then the Heat shot 18 for 37. So they almost shot 50% from three. Mm-hmm. I don't expect the Heat to shoot that well from three because they're not really a known three-point shooting team. Early in this game, I saw somebody on Twitter say, uh, it was a Bucks fan. He was like, why are we not attacking Goran Dragic or um, Duncan Robinson? And I thought about that. And I was watching the rest of the game with that in my mind. It's like, those are two well below average defenders. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks were not able to to either get a switch where they're being guarded or it, they're guarding Giannis or whatever. And it's like it's a good game to, plan is yeah. that's something hard, you need to it's do. It's hard to attack them though at the same time. It's Why? not like 
I don't know. First of all, they already have with their game plan on Giannis, mm-hmm. so they're not going to try to switch that. Right. I mean, that just goes against their principles. But even with Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. you know, like if if Duncan Robinson's guarding Chris Middleton, right. I would expect Chris Middleton so, to get that ball and be yeah. like, okay, this guy's inferior. Mm-hmm. And so that that's why we always say that they need something a little bit more than just Giannis, because when you do slow down Giannis, you need Chris Middleton to take over in that t- in and, that type of. And again, spot. I'm giving Chris Middleton a slight pass. Yeah, he just he the last back. two games he with his, with his neck back. injury, and so far this season, he's 50, 40, 90 mm-hmm. average and twenty points. Per game and it's only been done like four times in the day history. Right. You remember when that that fan was telling us that the Bucks game plan is defensively just to give up threes? Yes, that bit them in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I seen something. I forgot who had said it, but it was like in all the Bucks losses, it's just because the teams shoot the shoot the three very well. Yeah, and that's the key to beating them, which is also like a double ended sword because you don't want to just launch threes against yeah. that team, especially because mm-hmm. they're going to beat you up in the paint. Right. So it, it's and they had the fastest pace. Yeah, yeah. So give it and go. Um, I do want to highlight Bam's defense, man. Like watching that game, he was he was basically the best player on the court without doing. He wasn't doing much offensively, but yeah. he was like the best player on the court because of how he played Giannis. And even when he was playing against Brook Lopez, who's mm-hmm. taller, and people forget, like people, somebody on Twitter also said, like, when did Brook Lopez get post moves? And I knew yeah. knew that you've been watching basketball for <laughs> two, two years, years. and not, and not anything more because mm-hmm. Brook Lopez got that in his repertoire. I yeah. just don't bring it out like that no more because his role is a lot different. But um, even in the post against Brook, who was the Bucks' best player last night, Bam did amazing. And then this morning I woke up and saw a five-minute highlight reel of Bam's defense. If you have five minutes of defensive highlights in one game, mm-hmm. you played your ass off. Yes, and Bam did. did exactly that. So I, I do love this Miami Heat team. I know a lot of people in uh, Heat Twitter was giving up on them because early last couple of weeks they've been mm-hmm. kind of yeah. average. And, um, well, they won another home game, which is not super surprising. But it was against the Bucks. It was against the Bucks, And now they lead 2-0 in the season series. Mm-hmm. They still got a couple more. So, you know. Who, who knows what can it happen? It was a good performance from Jay Crowder, too. Yeah. Who, who's definitely been playing well for them, especially in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came off the bench shot 60%. That's always good, man. If Jay Crowder can make six shots and five of those six shots are threes, one of them probably, probably, probably going to win that game. One of them was a hand one from downtown. Yeah. So I, I do like that. I mean, this can be a series we see in the second round because right now it's Bucks one, Heat four. And then he would have to go against the Pacers, who's also starting to get it together, the one that lasts four. But this could be a series we see. And this team and, and the team like the 76ers, though they have been struggling uh, over the past month or so, are teams that could give Giannis a lot of trouble because they have these great wing defenders and also good rim protection. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want to see Giannis step up in the playoffs. And I think that's what everybody's been saying recently, just because mm-hmm. the last couple of seasons they've been good. But... Last year was their first year of being great, and they didn't make it all the way to the finals. This is a year that, that Giannis can stop all of that. And, yeah, I thought it was a very good game, and I love to see two contending teams go at it like that. How do you view the Bucks next year if they did lose in mm. like the second round to the Heat? Um, I would view them the same way, kind of like how you view the Nuggets, how they're always like great during the regular season. And I, then I would say that like you just always like they need another piece. Mm, yeah, you know? I, I would I would come to that conclusion and say they need an, another star, not just a Chris Middleton borderline all. So they need somebody who's going to help put them over the top in those situations where Giannis can't overcome them. Also, I think we're going to have to look at Mike Boonhoser because just historically. If this team don't make it to the finals, this is like his fifth team that was the one seed and just oh, yeah, didn't like get the all Atlanta the way. Hawks. Yeah, so I, I don't know how I look at them differently. 
Because again, based off last year, this team is so much better individually. Like Brook mm-hmm. Lopez is better, Eric Bledsoe's been better, Chris Middleton, all these guys have got better, and who knows that can happen again, and then it could be the year that they get over the hump. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't I guess I wouldn't panic too much because this is again just their second year of greatness. But I mean the window's kind of closing when you got the Brooklyn Nets going to be back next season. Yeah. Um, you got the Warriors, so if you do make it to the championship, they could be a team that you're facing, and then the Lakers and the Clippers will be there next year. So this is the year that I think should be the one that they're focusing on the most, and I, I guess that is the plan, because, I mean, why would I w- wait for next year when I got this year? Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I look at them too much differently, but we have some more news. The Lakers waved... Um, who the hell did they Troy, Troy Daniels. I forgot. If Derek my predicted shooter. this like, months shooter. ago. When, when I said that, I, Pierre was like, he's like a real good shooter or something. And I, Y'all said Yeah, that. and then I looked at his game log, and he wasn't even playing. He didn't play. Yeah. He, he hasn't been playing in a while, but <laughs> he yeah. played. We, know the, we know the reason why he's on that team. He's to come in and shoot the ball when needs to. But when that statement was made, he was playing. Yeah, he, he was, was getting playing. some rotational minutes. But last time he played was against the, the Grizzlies. That game y'all got y'all ass bust by that young Grizzlies team. I ain't forgot about it. Um he hit his last shot, so he's one for one in that game. So it's like he ended his Lakers career on a bang. And then just yesterday, Kuzma uploaded on Instagram, and Troy Daniels was one of the top comments. So it's still, he's still part of the, the Lakers yeah, fam. Kuzma yeah, Kuzma gave him a whole post. Oh, for real? Yeah. Shout out to Troy, had. man. But with him being waived, they worked out a few guys. Because who few did guys. they wave? When he was saying it was going to be Troy Daniels, it wasn't Troy Daniels. It was Boogie. Nah. No, that, that was before was Boogie. Trade. Oh. Who yeah, they it? waved someone else. I don't remember. Or they were trying to trade. I don't know. I don't remember there. Um, but they worked out uh, Deion Waiters, yeah. who's got his 39th attempt at um, an NBA contract. Mm-hmm. And then they also worked out J.R. Smith, who's been out there for a little over a year now. And it seems like the, the Deion Waiters workout went well for Deion, but they said they're not in the rush to make any decisions just yet. As a Laker fan, who would you rather see out of the two? That's the same question I was going to ask him. <laughs> I already know what I would say. like... See, J.R. Smith is so intriguing to pick, but Deion Waiters is just like, he's a little bit younger, a little bit more fresher. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he still played this NBA season. J.R. Smith is coming out and, you know, practicing on his own and working out. Yep. But I think J.R. Smith just has a little bit more experience in that For type sure. of situation. For sure. But Deion Waiters can be a big X factor, too. I think if I was a Lakers fan, I'd want D.I. Because he is, he can play the one. Like he can, he can play yeah, primary that's playmaker. Like, that's most what of we well. lack the most is when LeBron is sitting or right. AD is sitting out, and we don't have anybody to create their own shot. Right, we can't always play through sets every every time down. We have to create something, you know, out of nothing. And I would I would like to see LeBron get his hands on Dion. You know what I'm saying? Like it seems like LeBron has this thing where he turns around players' career, where there's off court stuff that he, he like cut it out, or or just you being ass for the first couple years of your career. <laughs> do you play with LeBron and then you're good again? Yeah. He- and Dion could be one of those dudes. He could be another test subject. I mean, there's no way Dion's gonna come into y'all locker and be like, "Oh, this is my shit now." You know what I'm saying? This, no, this is not. No I mean, that's why they saying they're not rushing with it. They're trying to make everything mm-hmm. and make sure everything is good. Which you know, I, I understand. I I think I would take Dion in this scenario. I'm glad they didn't wave Jared Dudley because I, I saw some people wanting to see Jared Dudley. Be like, just yeah. get get both of those guys. Just wave Jared Dudley. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. Uh, what about y'all too? I know y'all not Lakers fans, but if you were the general manager of the Lakers, which one of the two, based on what we've seen from them, who would y'all rather have? I'm gonna go with J.R. Smith. You know, uh, I like the point that Mike made. He's just a little bit more experienced in that role. I think he already has a relationship with some of these guys, like LeBron James. Um, is that the only person he has a relationship with? I hate to speak out of my ass and say he has a lot of relationship, and then I only name. Um, off the top of my head, I yeah. can't see anyone on here that he's played with. 
But Dion played with, with LeBron too yes, once. He yeah, he did. He had his ass shit. Yeah, facts. Um, but yeah, I think that's the only person. Yeah, I think I think him and JaVale are close, but I don't know if they've ever played together. Yeah. They got to be close. Because J.R. Smith, Nick Young, JaVale McGee, they all got like those antics. They didn't yeah. have this group. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, so, so my bad. I ain't mean to speak and say he, he has a lot of relationship with these guys. Um, but, yeah, you know, he has a he has a relationship with LeBron James. That kind of helps because mm-hmm. Dion did play with them, but I don't know if they had that relationship because they shipped Dion off. Shipped to sell case. And I think J.R. just has that, you know, that championship level experience. <laughs> Um, and it hurt me to say that because the first thing that popped in my mind is game one. Yeah, the game yeah, one. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Um, I mean, maybe some time off away from the NBA and been working out. Maybe it's kind of just mentally helped him a little bit too. Uh-huh. And yeah, he's I, in a better like. That's a good. And not saying he was ever in a bad. Place, no, but that but was just, definitely like you get your mind back on track. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a topic that every time people saw J.R. Smith or his name, that was the first thing that was mentioned. I mm-hmm. feel like that we've kind of moved past that now. Um, and I just think J.R. Smith is one of those one of those guys. Deion Wade is the same way, but <laughs> I'm about to tweet this clip out. It's it's back in the day. Deion Wade was with LeBron, and Deion is wide open. He's calling from the ball from LeBron, and LeBron just won't give it to him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely a tweetable that, that's moment. Crazy, that that yeah. sounds very on LeBron like. I mean, if you don't trust him, you don't trust him. <laughs> the one thing I do like about this situation is that either way that they went, I won't be upset about it. So yeah, if they took Jr. Cool. If they took Deion, cool. I think they're kind of in the same mold of a player. I like the yeah. point that you made that Deion can be a ball hand and run your offense uh, more so than Jr. could. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Jr. can't, but Dion will be a lot better in that role. Um, but Jr. Smith is a superior three-point shooter over the past oh, yes. year. And plus, I, I think he's a guy that's good for the big moments, too. Yeah, because he's... He, he don't care. Yeah. Yes. He don't care if he, he airball it or he knock it down the three plays. And that's, that's the right, amnesia. you know, that's the right mindset you need with LeBron. You need shooters and he'll continue to shoot no matter what. D-Mills. Yeah, I got to go JR because I just because he's a good shooter and I think defensively he's – He's he's got it. He's not great, but he's definitely not a snub defensively. He definitely showed in the finals and in, in the moments mm-hmm. he he, yeah. can, he can turn it up a notch defensively. Because when you can do it against Steph and Clay, you can probably do it against anybody. And I don't really know how to judge Deion Waiters' defense. I don't. I really I, can't. Honestly, I feel like I haven't really seen him playing so long. I know he played a little bit you know, <laughs> this season, but it's still. I don't. I've been watching that. Mm. Um, <laughs> is there anybody else out there y'all will see though? I know Nick Young trying to get his name out there. Jamal Crawford is still out there, and then uh, some people are getting waived. Like um, Alan Crabb got waived recently, oh, yeah, so he's Crabb eligible. Anthony Tolliver. Anthony Tolliver, but I think he's getting picked up by the Grizzlies yes, on a ten is. day. Ten day, yep. Any of those guys intrigue y'all, or just the two we talked about? Alan Crabb could definitely add some value to a team with his three point shooting and his defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know where though. Yeah, I don't think Killing, it would hurt to go to the Crab. roster spot. Yeah, but I don't know. They got Shake Milton. Who's this? Thing? Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> he got. He he does everything. He does everything. Alan Lesser Crab the third. If y'all are wondering, uh, like if Dallas didn't <laughs> sign Michael K. Gilchrist, I would say Dallas would be a good team. Sure, maybe over Michael Kidd Gilchrist. But he he hasn't been playing terribly he defensively. Some, <laughs> I guess the Bulls, he had those two big threes. I was not expecting that. No, that was Dorian Finney Smith. Oh, yeah, that was Dorian. Yeah, I was like, Michael Kidd Gilchrist in big three. Yeah, two, they just dark skin. Yeah. You know, they're just dark skin brothers. Uh, that's basically when I type in Alec Crab name with news, that's what pop up. Two more options emerge for Sixers on buyout market. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of Alan Crab. And then the other name is Anthony Tolliver, which we just said to mm-hmm. the 10 day. Yep. And then it says Minnesota Timberwolves at Mid mistake by cutting bait with Alan Kraft. Already? 
you admit mistake. I mean, that just happened. <laughs> like, what could have possibly changed <laughs> in the four minutes since y'all caught him? And it's not like he did anything like spectacular since he left. Oh no, man! And it's only nine games with the Wolves. He shot twenty three percent from three and been struggling on both ends of the floor. Is what it says. I'm sure cutting him is not going to hurt. Your team is ass right now anyway. I mean, and he was on the last year of his contract, so how much could it really hurt? Unless you're yeah. just talking about money-wise, because you, you still have to pay him the rest of that contract. But, I mean. Yeah, because there's still a luxury tax line after a crab buyout. Um, the NBA has put out a memo about teams and their travel with the, um, the coronavirus. We're doing fist pumps now around here. Even when we're in Philly, best believe I'm fist pumping everybody. That's how we're doing things. Uh, Might do the show show with Dr. Gloves on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so what they said is that they encourage players to do fist bumps because it's the least likely way to to transmit these germs and um, no more signing stuff with a person's pen. You can bring your own pen. Like if LeBron just has a pen in his pocket, he can sign it that way, but... He's not grabbing one from the crowd. He's not grabbing uh, jerseys because, I mean, this virus is one that is spread through, like, through air. It's airborne. So they just want players to be safe, especially with them traveling to these different cities every single night. Um, I think it was CJ McCollum who did it first on Twitter. He's like, from, no, from now on, I'm not signing anything because something has hit Washington. Yeah, and um, it's, yeah, serious stuff. Serious. So you just got to be <clears throat> cautious about it. Yep. And I think these are kind of the, the necessary steps you have to take to, to be cautious. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to the NBA. Yeah, and everywhere is like sold out of hand sanitizer. That is, you <laughs> know, know it's crazy. I was looking for hand sanitizer on Prime yesterday on Amazon, and it that sold out. I couldn't find any. I didn't even put it together. Yeah. I literally didn't put it together. I was like, oh, I guess I got to go to the store there. It's gonna be sold out there too. <laughs> I guess so. I so, guess so. When we go to Philly, I'll just try to buy a little disposable bottle. My girlfriend's mom—they're preparing for the inevitable. I mean, maybe it's not inevitable, but they're preparing to be on lockdown for a couple weeks or whatever. She spent like five hundred dollars at the grocery store just mm. to keep stuff piled up. It's like five hundred though. <laughs> I mean, those are foods that'll be edible for a long time because yeah. like canned foods and stuff like that. Mm. But five hundred is a lot of money, man. A lot of money. But rather safe than sorry, I guess. Factual. Yeah. Factual. Um, You'd at- rather have too much than too little. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody at this table right now, team is on the, at least a one game win streak. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Look, he going to look like oh, like which one of my teams is winning right now? <laughs> That's crazy. Not the Spurs. Not the, it ain't the Spurs. He definitely looking. He definitely looking. beat the Pistons. Who? The Blazers. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the Spurs. But yeah, Mike, your Lakers on the on the one game because they yeah, yeah, got blown. They got blown out by. I mean, the Magic. Exactly. My bad. He mixing up the schedules. Oh man. No, they did beat the Pistons recently too. My team was on a one game because we beat the the playoff playoff y'all team. To, y'all try to sell it though. At the end. Yeah, that was that uh, was had terrible. A bad turnover. Uh, I watched it, that last night. I, I stopped caring at a certain point because I I just didn't think the Knicks could you know make up ground. I still kind of don't think that they can, even though it's a two game gap. But every time something happens, like the Knicks win or something, I get a DM like, "Yo, you can actually win that bet with Kenny." <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks and the Bulls are definitely making it interesting. Now They're close because I, the Knicks beat the uh, Rockets, and I just knew the Bulls were gonna lose. But now they both win. It's just like they both lose three in a row. One win and the other one wins. Well, the so, crazy thing is the Bulls are about to make this playoff push because Otto Porter's back. He did have a good game. Yeah. No Zach Levine, man. Hey, hey, yeah, Blue Twitter's a wild place yeah. right now. I have to get out of it. Yeah, I was actually surprised to see them beat the Mavs with Dallas Levine. 
Hey, I mean, hey, my, Kobe hey. White had like five assists. Was it, that's got to be a career high for Kobe White? Oh, get off my pants. But yeah, I think it was. Uh, Lohman was playing D on Luca, bro. Yeah, that's so that's so crazy, bro. Because Bulls Twitter is a wild place. There's a very small portion of Bulls Twitter that believes that we are we would be an infinitely infinitely better team if we traded Zach Levine while he's hot, which is now, um, I guess, in the off season. When we can, yeah, and it's just something I can't, I can't agree with, bro. I just, I'll, yeah, we win one game without him. Come on, man. I mean, if he sits out for the next couple of weeks and we go seven and zero, mm-hmm. then we can have a conversation. <laughs> but just one win is not not enough for me to change my opinion on Zach. Levin. There has been rumblings, rumblings, ramblings, whatever behind the scenes that feel like Zach and other executives are preparing for Zach Levine to request a trade in the off season. They said a team that will have interest is the Clippers. So I don't know which y'all are going to get from the Clippers. I know we talked about Landry Shaman yesterday on and, Xbox. And Kawhi, yes, we did. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't even, Shaman, <laughs> I don't even want to have a, this conversation. That boy is going to turn up. Reggie Jackson in, too? Terrence Mann or something? <laughs> Amir Coffey? Y'all could, y'all could be on something. I can say it was pretty fun to watch them in that second half, though. Um, yeah, which is which is cool. It was, but it wasn't fun to watch the Mavericks. They were kind of panicking. Yeah, that's that's what good defense do. You know what I'm saying? Them boiling boys ball. That's it. That's <laughs> they, it. That's their new name. The Damn. boiling boys. Boiling boys. When they well, playing well, it's the boiling boys. I rock with that. Um, They'll probably be pissed if they heard you say that. <laughs> there's a lot of rookies right now that after the All Star break have been playing pretty good. Of course, you got the top two picks, John and, and Zion. Uh, RJ has been playing amazingly, so yep. he's. He's doing his thing. I have his stats right here. He's averaging 17, 5, and 3 on 53 or 54% shooting since the All-Star break, which is really good for him because uh, somebody said he hit the rookie wall in reverse, which is cool. Uh, Kobe White, obviously, has been playing really good. Uh, Cam Reddish has been yep. playing good, both of the rookies in Atlanta. So this is a, this is that point in the season where they starting to click, like, oh, I can do this in the NBA. The guys still playing good. Yep. yep. Tyler Hero ain't played last night, but Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn is still doing his thing. And I'm still classifying Duncan Robinson as a rookie. I don't care because he didn't really do much last season. He's been playing good. It's just cool to see these young guys flourishing, man. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Yeah, shout out to RJ, man. I, I, I was very, very <laughs> happy with yesterday's performance from our team, RJ. Frank played very well. Julius gave us 16 and 16. But the Rockets, bro, the Rockets, that little small ball. How are y'all perceiving this loss? Because, again, they have been good with the small no, ball. Right, look, didn't they get out-rebounded by 30? Yeah, you by yeah, 30 by they got out-rebounded by 30. Yeah. And lost, That's going to be a problem. They, they lost, lost by, by two, two. though. Mm-hmm. So the Westbrook shot was an inch away from going over. It was a, it was a good, good look. look very good look. It was a good look. It's crazy that they are able to stay in these games being out-rebounded by 30. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the reason why I'm not panicking over this loss. Because uh, again, they've played against very good teams over the past couple of weeks, and they haven't been destroyed on the glass other than to last night. And then the, you're going against yeah. a, a Knicks team that have 17 bigs on their roster, so of course you're gonna get out rebounded. They had by 20 like offensive yeah, rebounds. They had like almost. I, I know a couple of them had. I think the stats numbers. said that they they offensively offensively rebounded 60 percent of their misses. Like that's insane. That's insane. But the Knicks, two-game win streak, I'm pretty sure it's at three now. Uh, two-game win streak, mm-hmm. four, six in the last ten. When did yeah. we play y'all? Don't we play y'all soon? Y'all just bust our ass a couple days ago. That was y'all last win. Got got all up in there. We lost by ten in the garden. But I think that's our last time playing against each other. Three. No, y'all got another Oh, no, we got right another there. one? Okay. 328, baby. That could be the moneymaker right there. 328. Is, is it at here? the... 
Nah, it's here. It is. But best believe I'm selling those. I'm not oh. going to see the Knicks versus Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> not going to. I'm it not going so to do it to myself. It is. It is. Really understand. It's not like we a ten minute Uber ride away. Yeah, right. You can't walk in there. You got to take a little forty five minute drive. Forty five. The, the traffic. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. add a little Find bit a on the parking spot. Then it be cold. It just mm-hmm. don't be worth it, bro. It ain't. It ain't. It be worth it. They trying to get me to renew my season tickets. I have to tell Tim. Not no, next you year. said no. I said not next year, bro. Damn, not next year. Cause they start so early. They like you can start your payment next month. Can I see what we do in the off season first? Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah facts. Fact. Yeah, we, it's like they trade Zach Levine for Going to that team. going to the games I've been to this season have been so exhausting. Yeah, so yeah. exhausting. Because you ain't got that autopilot on your shit, you know what I'm saying? Facts. We could kick our feet up in the car. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, yeah, I just saw somebody yes. was playing a game. Yeah, don't do that. Don't be stupid. You still behind the wheel. You still behind the wheel. But I got a couple things we're going to get into after this break. So I got a few quotes here we're going to talk about. The first one, one of one, is this dude capping, okay? Capping, no cap. John Morant at shoot around this morning. I honestly don't care about the rookie of the year. They can give it to who they want. Do you do you think he doesn't care about the Rookie of the Year award? I think he does care about the Rookie of the Year award. It just seems like something you would, you sub, you subconsciously just try to get. Yeah, I think I mean, he cares. I think he knows he's in the lead, and I think he knows that the playoff push that his team is in yeah. kind of goes hand in hand with the award. And it's also the right thing to say. I'm more focused on winning than awards, mm-hmm. so I get it. Politically right. Um, but I do think that he cares more about the winning right now because he knows that they're tied together. Mm-hmm. Like, if Zion and the Pelicans snatch the AFC, it's going to be because Zion has mm-hmm. this miraculous, mm-hmm. you know, second half that could win him the award. But if he holds on to the eighth spot, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. because he, it's going to be because he played good enough to hold on to the rookie yeah. anywhere. So it kind of goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Good, good answer, though. At mm-hmm. the same time, that would get getting good PR. <laughs> from, from the person that I learned from John Moranto, I could say maybe he doesn't at the same time. He always seems like someone who pushes his peers, even if that means that it, it takes some of the light away from him. I feel. I think I'm trying to find the video. Not video. It was, a, it was an article mm-hmm. about the time that Ja played against the Heat. He's being guarded by Tyler Hero. Or either Tyler Hero's on the bench, and he hit a shot next to the Heat bench, and he screamed at them, this is my award at Tyler Hero. Because this is what Tyler Hero was early in the season. So I'm trying to find that. Because, I mean, this would be completely a different change of mindset if you went from this is my award to I don't really care like that anymore. But were they in the playoff hunt then? Because I know at the beginning of the season they weren't. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't. But yeah, uh, yeah P, P's right. It is, it's the perfect answer. It is the perfect answer, and it does go hand in hand because, like, I think we said on the show, whoever wins that eighth seed deserves the award. Yeah. Even though, like, Josh Zion played has been way more. Great, but Zion is just at a different <laughs> level, man. What he did against the Lakers, even though they lost, was ridiculous. With mm-hmm. like 34 and yeah, like and 18 just, shots. What makes his game so just, like, impressive is it, it's so effortlessly. Mm hmm. And it's just like no top shots. Yeah, I know. <laughs> at some point in his career, like he's gonna add more to his game. It's yeah. just gonna be so. He might be averaging like thirty a game at one point. In he's his one of those dudes that seems like he's always at the right spot at the right time, all the time. Oh. Bro. Zion, Zion. Yes, yeah, because everybody's shooting threes, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody's shooting threes, so he just gets to go down and just bully everybody. Bully, yeah. And it looks like <laughs> his teammates just love passing him the ball too. Yeah, like they they want they know it's a highlight. They want to see the yeah. highlight. He's got the he right team with a guy yeah. that is drafted second overall just just for passing. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, Lonzo <laughs> killed it against the Lakers, bro. Lonzo just looked like a. Looked real good. He didn't look like a G League player, huh? 
My man's going coast to coast. All right, sure, that, I know exactly which play you're talking about. He grabbed it off the board. He just did it literally just times. gone. He did it like three times in that game. That's my man's now. Man. He ain't my man's, but I... You just said my man's. I did? It slipped. But I, was, okay. <laughs> I do enjoy watching him play when he's playing like this. He had 19, yeah, That's 99. how he plays. Yeah. Not all the time. Nobody plays how they can play all the time. Some shiz. I am. Uh, <laughs> we ain't seen Some a bad what? game. Greek Freak just had 13 down. last night. That's one game. And that's crazy because I'm <laughs> leading sports to somebody who's like, if Greek Freak scores 15 points, we're going to give somebody $50. And I looked at it like, just give somebody 50 because you obviously don't have it. <laughs> and then I looked at it at 13. I was like, that is wild. They knew bro. something we didn't, I guess. Uh, next quote comes from Jimmy Butler on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I didn't have a problem with either of them. Still talk to those dudes. I wish them the absolute best. Uh, I do not have a problem with any of those guys. It didn't work out as the way we wanted to work. The way we wanted it to work. That's life. Y'all think I that's agree. true? Because I mean, I something agree. happened in that locker room that they've all been alluding to. And if that it's not between Jimmy, and it's not between Embiid, and it's not between Ben Simmons, who the hell was on that roster causing trouble? Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it's like I'm getting paid, Jimmy. I just. I, I, I believe him. Uh, I think that, you know, things happen on the basketball court, and that's just what happens. I Just just like I seen that tweet that was going viral, like, oh, my gosh, Paul George and Lou Will, they're beefing oh, on the yeah. court. <laughs> Are you worried about the Clippers? It was like. That is a dumbest what? thing, He asked bro. him, was he right? Th- was he in his spot? Motherfucker, that's what happens on the basketball court. <laughs> if Derek don't come set the screen, I'm going to come back down and ask him, why the hell didn't you come set the screen? That don't mean it's a beef. When we get in the car after the game, we're in the locker room and put our clothes back on. I'm trying to fight them. This is what you do. Basketball is a communicative sport, so you have to communicate. And sometimes the communication, depending on the situation, can get heated. Yeah, that's just the way it know, works, bro. It's basketball. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> like, when I see stuff like that, if you're like, uh-oh, you just feel like, bro, bro, you've never played an organized sport in your life then. <laughs> no. If you've never been on a court or in a field and you haven't, not an argument, but a, a conversation with your teammate that mm-hmm. maybe looks heated. Yeah, I didn't care. Y'all didn't care. I mean, because you know, you get back to the locker room, you dap up, especially if y'all get the win. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, these guys gotta watch Chris Paul when he on the court. They gotta think he's the biggest asshole ever. (laughs) Yeah. They think Garnett Towns and Wiggins probably did think he was the biggest asshole ever. No, no, I'm thinking of Jimmy Butler. My bad. (laughs) We all looked at each other like, am I missing something? I don't know why I mentally thought that he was in the Timberwolves situation. And I also don't know why people keep asking Jimmy Butler about that. He clearly went to to a place where he was able to do what he wanted to do, put his DNA on the team, be a leader, and Mm -hmm. be the guy to push a team with young guys that could follow his lead, and that's exactly what he did. He was not going to be able to do that in Philadelphia. And that's that. He's thriving here. So why do we keep asking him about Philadelphia? Yeah, they asked him that last week, and it was. I was just like, why? I feel like he's going to get asked that in every, every for the next year or so. Yeah, he played for the team for like what? I guess everybody's <laughs> hoping that he. I'm guessing they hoping that he spilled what happened in the locker room. And it's not going to happen. He should just make a meme out of it. And like every time they ask him, just give him the same question, the same answer, and it's just like some ridiculous answer. He seemed like the type to write a book when his career is over with. Oh yeah, I think he he will be that type of dude. Yeah, I think he'll so make a too. country album. Oh, man. Don't do it, Jimmy. Uh, this is a random fact that I saw on Reddit by legend uh, Darius. You know, we got to get love when somebody do their research. The trio of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart are older than KD, Westbrook, and Harden when they went to the finals. Think about that. Damn. KD was 23. Russell Westbrook and James Harden were 22. That team went to the fucking finals. And then we're... we're taken apart from each other like a year and a half later. 
that is so crazy that they were that young as stars. Even really. is this, or was that yeah. next season? Dance hard, trade. I don't even remember. But I just, so what y'all trying to say? I'm, I'm just saying I'm showing appreciation to the OKC team that yeah. was that oh, young. Okay. I'm not saying that Jason Tatum I'm going to do the same okay. thing. Okay, but I, is it possible? Sure, sure. Which, a, which group is better though? The one with three yeah. MPs? The one that got to the finals. Okay. If this team gets to the finals, then we can have a different conversation. LBJ said, tell him to kiss my ass. Like LeBron was 30. Wade was 30. And they, they went against each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I just I just remember, again, we weren't in the sports media world at that point because we were young as hell too. But I definitely remember watching TV and people were like, well... This OKC team will be there four more times in the future, so it's yeah. no big deal that they lost this year because mm-hmm. that's just how much potential they still yeah, had. Yeah, because Kevin Durant was crying in the hallway to his mom, and people was like, what are you crying for? He'll be back. <laughs> and they never got back. Wow. This is crazy how things work out, man. Sam Presti made that trade for, what, Kevin Martin? Was yep. Kev- Kev- Kevin, Kevin Martin. Martin yeah, was Jeremy Lamb was in that trade. <clears throat> it's like... It's almost like when Zion gave JaVale his jersey <laughs> <laughs> and didn't get JaVale jersey back. I think what has secretly happened is Kuzma had asked JaVale to go get that, that jersey from Zion because Zion dunked the hell up out of Kuzma on that alley bro. <laughs> I like, come on. Made man. that man switch his head back. He said, this just ain't the life. This just ain't the life. Oh, no. Um, do y'all remember in 2015, 2016, the Spurs were 40 and 1 at home? Yeah. I don't look at him. Yeah, big big Spurs fan I over don't there. Remember who? Now, okay, wait. Name. Are you going about to ask me who the starting five? Is? No, no, no. I'm just going to ask you to name the six players from that team. I don't. I got. I don't. Wait, know. what? What year was that again? 2015, 2016. I don't remember. But I just how, remember how them you, being that good at home, but I don't remember the roster. Like asking me six players. I know. I don't remember. Off top, you got Kawhi, Gen- um, no, Ginobili, Ginobili, Tony, Tony Parker, like, Patty Mills. You got that. I don't want to know it now. Motherfucker, you name the team. <laughs> It's about the name somebody's still on the damn roster. This is the first year of Kawhi there. Oh. I mean, not Kawhi. I'm sorry, um, uh, Lamarcus. This is the oh. first year of Lamarcus in town. Uh, I don't remember them being that. That's the reason I brought it right. up because I don't remember it. But this, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember. But he is his first fan, so he maybe is, you do remember. But damn. So they were. It's okay to not know. because <laughs> I because one thing I do know is he loved him some Lamarcus. So if he didn't know that Lamarcus was on that team. Yeah, but I'm also not like telling me to name somebody from the 2015 Bulls. I'm gonna be like, uh, like the years do blend together. I'm trying to figure out who did they end up lo- who was that one loss to? Because I think that's super important. Well, it's not super important, but it's, it's interesting stuff. Um, but also, the reason I brought that up is because they were 40 and one and at home in the regular season. Then we got to the playoffs. And they was ass. They were three and two. Yeah, who was that one? Ten and two. The Warriors makes sense. They lost to the Warriors, who were seventy-two and nine at the time. Oh, I remember <laughs> this game. I remember this game now. I remember this game, y'all. Was this, it a close game? Well, it ended close. Six points, yeah. But this was like the Warriors needed this win to beat MJ's record, MJ and the Bulls' record, and then they needed this win to go undefeated at home for the season. So, like, oh. both were playing for something. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay, Steph Curry had thirty-seven. In that game, and then Lamarcus had twenty four. Kawhi had a dub, three you blocks, two steals. You hear Lamarcus <laughs> turn around phase on them boys. Ginobili was still out there. was probably in a career pop locking. Kevin Martin was they on his roster. Was, they say David West was on that first team too, right? Yes, he was. He started. Did he go for to him. the Warriors the next season? 
Uh oh, you calling him a, a little? A little I think that's what you're I think doing. that. Yeah, he, sure he did. did. He, he did. did. He sure did go to the Warriors the next season because that was the time when he was trying to get him a ring. And did he do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he, he sure did. did. He sure did. Uh, do y'all remember that game we played where I was like, I'm gonna read y'all a sentence and you guess, you fill in the blank with whatever team or whatever. I got a little bit of that, and I said a little bit because Mike arrived right when I was, you know, doing the research for this. So I got a couple of them. Okay. Um, so tell me who and you know. This, Mike got one and I, so he probably mm-hmm. what you about to say. <laughs> tell me who this post is about. I love how I just expect Blank to get twenty five and fifteen assists now, like it's nothing. LOL. Luca. Incorrect. LeBron. Incorrect. Jokic. Incorrect. Damn. Mm. Twenty five and fifteen assists. Who the hell just doing that regular? I think you said everybody except for the one another guy. It's one more guy oh, that does this. Harden or Russell? Incorrect. Incorrect. Who's that? Giannis. Incorrect. What the fuck? All star, obviously, with those type of numbers. Oh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yep, Trey Young is the guy because he guess, he had a relatively bad game the last game. They end up winning, I'm pretty sure, but he had a relatively mm-hmm. bad game. Blank, absolutely. I just, I just looked at this. I ain't seen nothing, but I just caught myself <laughs> doing a mic. Blank, absolute. Oh, completely dismantled. And shut down Luca, just as we all predicted. Uh, Shaq Harrison? Not nah, Shaq Harrison. All the, I don't know how to say it. You just said it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, the other dude. It was um, Adam McCoka. Yeah, yeah, Adam McCoka. Adam McCoka. He did. He McCulka. played amazing defense. McCoka. And you know what? People, people on Bulls Twitter, again, uh, saying he's the next Jimmy Butler. So let's hope that to be true. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he's starting I, off as that 12 man So he, he's starting off yeah. Exactly Exactly Anybody know what school he went to? No I, I didn't think he went to school right? Isn't he French? Yeah I don't know Yeah he's French Okay yeah <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> But the Bulls broadcast had Frankie Lakina When they went against Duke. the Bulls say he, no, They say he went to Kentucky Oh yeah Kentucky I saw you And there. you know what it made me do? It made me Google it Because I was like wait No he didn't And I had to double check myself Because I was I, you would think that an organization like that will never get some weird shit like that wrong, but they did. They said he went to Kentucky. That's like, what weird. The, what the? When? When? Yeah, he may have visited Kentucky one time. <laughs> uh, next one. Blank is a special talent. I hope no one is still pigeonholing him to be in a future six man. Young player. Has been hooping recently. Really, really good recently, statistically. Kobe, Kobe White. White. Incorrect. Cam Reddish? Incorrect. Uh. But it is a guy... That even I said recently, I was like, damn, he's going to be in college. Damn, I, I wanted to hear his other hint before I said it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I've said that on this show before. Like, damn, he's going to be an amazing six man one day. But recently, he's been he's been really, really good. He's yeah. been really, really did good. Did he mean last year, second? second he half? sure did. He sure did. He just recently yeah. had like a game with 30, right? Yeah, he had his career high uh, a couple nights. Maybe that was last night. He had a career high. I didn't know he'd be shooting that ball. And he's he, shooting he, yeah, 50%, you know, on after the Is all-star break. I, that was the last one, yeah. Off-season trade ideas for the NBA's most hopeless teams. Shout-out to Grant Hughes from BR. It's Bull- the Bulls are a hopeless team, so let's see what they got for us. So the first team is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. And they have uh, Blake Griffin and a 2020 first-round pick for Kevin Love and Darius Garland. So they're going to get Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin back together. Why? <laughs> I'm already discrediting this article. <laughs> but okay. No, don't bring um, in Blake Griffin. Yeah. When you don't even know how his career is going to like, pan out. I, I would say the reason to bring in Blake Griffin is because he only has one more year in his contract. That's a player option, which he'll take up. And uh, Kevin Love has like three more years. And that's what it says. Uh, if it were possible for Cleveland to deal Love for positive value, it would have 
it would have pulled the trigger at the deadline. So something like this may be best for Cavs, uh, maybe best the Cavs can hope for. A Griffin contract that expires one year sooner than Love's, plus exchanging Garland for another shot at the lottery in 2020. Nobody's ever going to confuse Garland and Colin Saxon for Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, but if we spent the last half decade wondering whether the Portland Trailblazers should have diversified their uh, resources, maybe the Cavs should not get out in front of, of a similar issue. Um, I'm not giving up on call, I mean on Darius Garland that early. And then they said it's admittedly weird to imagine Griffin and Drummond paired up again, but maybe the Cavs and Pistons' recent history of transacting makes this deal a little bit more realistic. <laughs> Bottom line, Love's time in Cleveland just has to end. He seemed unhappy since almost the moment he joined up, and the post-LeBron years have been rough. Though occasional uh, arch nemesis John Beeline is gone, it's still difficult to imagine Love wanting to continue a relationship with this franchise. The New York Knicks... The deal, Julius Randle and Frank Nielakina for Devontae Graham and Nicholas Batum. But why would yeah, the why Hornets would, do that? He's, yeah, he's Hornets. one of the few bright spots on their Facts. team. Yeah, get the Hornets aren't getting bright spots this year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not liking these trades, no. so just go to the next. I don't even want to hear the reason. There's nothing you can say to me. Detroit Pistons. Uh-oh. The deal, Derrick Rose, Fee Makai Luke, and a lot of protected 2021st. 2021 first-round pick converts to a future second, if not conveyed, for Spencer Dinwiddie. No. <laughs> no, just suck. Just why do you need a guy? They, what is Spencer Dinwiddie going to do for you? He's yeah. not bringing you to the playoffs. Uh, just be bad. They uh, trying to find. They just trying to find something to bring in of some value. They, they don't want to go through those years of just being completely. Charlotte added. Hornets. <laughs> okay. The deal: Terry Rozier, a lottery protected 2020 first round, a 2021 first round pick, and a 2020 second round pick via Cleveland for Aaron Gord. This would make a little bit more. I sense. would. I would. I don't hate that deal. But the problem is that you still have P.J. Washington, who I really like, at the four, and neither of them are quick enough to run a three, really. With Zeller, the only true center under contract for next season, a Gordon deal would allow Charlotte to get interesting with his front court okay. rotation. Have Smaller looks him? like P.J. Washington and Gordon at the 4-5 combo with juice and offense that currently ranks in the bottom three. Moving Rozier would also give Charlotte a chance at a slot for a bigger wing at the two side, and you're going to look up their defensive. Yes, I am. Yes, because, yeah, that's the first thing that popped in my mind. Well, no, I'm looking at Aaron Gordon. At mm-hmm. center, how how much has he played center in his career? What about PJ P. Washington? Yeah, PJ Washington would probably be the center. Um, okay, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Gordon has like, literally Gordon's played. He's him. literally played zero minutes at center through his entire career. Zero percent, zero percent, zero percent, two percent. So zero percent, which means that he played like a couple possessions. They were a minus one hundred and twenty-five. <laughs> so uh, then we just say PJ Washington at center. We'll see how, how he runs the center, but he's a relatively he's six seven. Yeah, he's like a couple inches. And he's played ten percent of his minutes at center. Already? And they have a minus eighteen point differential <laughs> and everything is blue, like dark blue, which means that they're ass. They're ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving Rogier would also give Charlotte a chance at to slot a bigger wing at the two side. At the two alongside Graham, Gordon and Miles Bridges are both iffy from deep, which might create spacing concerns. But the Hornets could fashion a drive and kick attack with their undersized group, basically becoming a very poor man's Houston Rockets. Plus, think of the Dunce. Oh, oh, here we go. That small ass group they were just going to roll out there with. Plus, think of the dunks we'd see with Bridges and Gordon on the floor together. Sure. Yeah, that'll be fun. Rozier has outperformed most expectations. Go to the next. Forget that. Go to the next one. What are they saying we doing? Ah, I was trying to. Can I get a drum roll? Oh, my God. (laughs) I see the picture. 
Otto Porter and Denzel Valentine, who just played great last night for yeah. Mike Conley. Both of them. Both of them played but great. No, that's from, what I'm saying. For Mike Conley. Both played great We last have night. seven point guards in the roster right now. Why do we need Mike Conley? Yeah. Get ready and we play. have zero wings. After this trade, we have no wing players <laughs> at all. That's, that's, Adam Okoka. Let's hear him out. It may be over for Conley, whose play with the Utah Jazz this season has been beyond disappointing, but the Chicago Bulls need a point guard, and because they continually prioritize making the playoffs, it's worth taking a risk on the veteran with a challenge trade like this. Assuming Conley doesn't exercise his early termination option, he'll collect a whopping $34.5 million next season. But that'll be the final year of his deal, which means the Bulls are only in for short-term pain if this experiment doesn't work out. And with Porter's injury concerns, 56 games last year and just nine in 2019-2020, they'll be offloading their share of risk in the transaction. There are signs Conley may not be completely washed. He shot it almost exactly as, <laughs> as, as well from deep as he did a year ago on similar value. And physical di- uh, discipline doesn't erode mental savvy. The bar is set low for point guards in Chicago. And if Conley Damn, has okay. one more quality well, year in him, he can absolutely guide the Bulls to a 2021 berth. I'm Playoff berth. Or could bounce back as well in his re- his relative youth, six years, Conley's junior, makes him a more sensible fit on a younger Bulls squad. But so, Chicago tends to focus on a president 21 version of Conley Mayfield. That article sucked. Conley is I'm not going to make them a playoff it <laughs> From Utah's perspective, it may just give them time to watch their hands and move on from Conley's experience. Donovan Mitchell and Joe was having like, the most effective backcourt pairing in quarter. Porter could offer another is a good player. It's just he can't stay, stay healthy. That's I was going to say, Mike Conley, do you, do you fold on Mike Conley like that? I know he's been struggling, but you like he's the reason why. You brought him in for the playoffs. Yes. I mean, he's struggling now, but still. No, you can bring in two do. wings. Otto, Otto Porter and, and Desno Valentine are, are solid wings. They had that article had what five, six trades, and only uh, one of them was like, oh, maybe. All yeah, the maybe, others were just absolutely maybe, terrible. Maybe. So we got one more thing to end off the show. Uh, I usually don't watch these shows that on ESPN and all that stuff, but something crossed my something crossed my TV this morning, or I guess it was yesterday morning, and I need y'all opinion on it. They were giving, they were trying to uh, give the percentages of win probability in the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, the Lakers versus Grizzlies are the one in eight seed right now. If they were to face each other, they're saying the Lakers have a 97% chance of winning and then obviously a 3% for the Grizzlies. Then we get to the 4-5 matchup. It is 63% Houston, 37% Utah. Do y'all agree agree with that? I I would say that. Okay. I think Houston got their number. Wait, say it again. Uh, Houston, 63%. Jazz, 37% chance uh, who of Who will win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Clippers, uh, 82%. Thunder, 18%. Would y'all agree with that? Uh, yeah. I, I would give I would, it a little bit more percentage, but yeah, yeah that's about that's crazy. Right. But yeah. And this is what I need y'all opinion on. They have the Nuggets at a 45% and the Mavericks at a 55%. So they're predicting that the seventh seed will upset, will upset the, the two mm-hmm. seed. It's just... I mean, nobody, I think nobody has. I faith see why in the they say that though. Nobody has because they have the, the star power. Luca to carry them. Porzingis has been on He's track. Been amazing, so and they want to give. They want to give upset. It seems like the, the Nuggets are always that team where people are going to say they're going to get upset. Yeah. It was all last year. They were the underdogs, even though they were the higher seed. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even though they almost lost in the first round to the Spurs last year, yep. right? It went yeah. all the way to seven. Mm-hmm. Went all the way to seven. So I just thought it was very I interesting. I see why people say that, though, because they don't have the legitimate guy. I mean, That's Jokic is. It's like you're putting basically all your faith into Jokic. Mm-hmm. Can Jokic do this for you? Which we really haven't seen from a big man carrying uh, a team throughout the playoffs like that. Yeah. I want to play a little game okay. just quick. It's very quick. We're going to go through this. It's every team's MVP this season. Okay. I want to see if y'all can guess 
the guys. I'm going to go one by one, and then if you miss, the next guy can steal. We're going to okay. start with Derek, then KB, then you. So if Derek miss, he can steal, so forth and so on. So, Derek, your first team. Do you understand what you're trying to get? <laughs> okay. The MVP. Uh, for each team. Yeah. Who is the Atlanta Hawks MVP? Trey Young. Ding, ding, ding. I don't like how you said that. Like, Trey Young. Uh, KB. Mm-hmm. Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum. Correct. Mike. S- uh, almost at the Spurs. Brooklyn Nets. Spencer Dinwiddie. Correct. So you you're my man. I thought you were going to go Kyrie, and I'm like, yeah, no. I'm glad you, you took a second. Charlotte Hornets. Devontae Graham. Correct. Oh, shit. I got to get this right. Uh, you'll get it right. Look uh, at how it works out. Oh, uh, Zach Levine? <laughs> the Chicago Bulls. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It works out so perfect. Mike, Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a tough one. Mm, that- I would say huh. Colin Sexton. You oh, it's not college. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Try to steal. Damn. It's a player. It's always going to be a player. Yes. Okay. It can't be Kevin Love. Is it Kevin Love? Correct. What? <laughs> so what do you have? Three? Uh, yeah, I have three. So you're one, you're two. two. Um, the Mavericks. Luca. Correct. I know Mike. Damn, <laughs> <what's> <laughs> I the Nuggets. Jokic. Yes. <laughs> Mike, the Pistons. Ah, uh, they giving you all the hard ones. Uh, oh, actually, I guess it's oh. not that hard. I don't even. Uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. The left-handed shooter. Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Derrick Rose. Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't think about that Pistons team. That Pistons team. Uh, Golden State Warriors. It's a tough one, D-Mills. Shit. Uh, Ooh, Golden State Warriors. Can I look at their roster? That's cheating. I, yeah. I'm going to say it that's is? cheating. I'm yeah. going to say that's cheating. I would agree. I don't think that's cheating. You just need to look no, at No, it is cheating. I don't think uh, let's go DeAndre Russell. Plays for the Timberwolves. Well, but he was there, so it doesn't It doesn't count? Mm, I don't think it does. Okay, so let's no, do it. No, you no, just guessed. You just guessed, my guy. That was dumb to guess a guy that don't play for the their MVP so far this season. I, I, this is not my guess, but Draymond makes sense, but he's been so bad. So I'm going to go Eric Pascal. Right. Okay. That was my guess. So you should have stayed with Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Draymond is MVP for actually playing. This is the first team that it isn't a player. Oh. So should we skip it? No, hell no. I want this okay. one. You can try it. Make is this it on you? Point. It's on me. Yeah. All right. Houston Rockets. Oh, you stole his. Houston Rockets MVP is Daryl Morey. Yes. Getting rid of that big ass dude named Clint. Indiana Pacers. Sabonis. Yes. Okay, back on, track, back on track. Back on track. Clippers. This could be a tough one because mm-hmm. you know they got names like Reggie Jackson out there. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yes. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> he tried to throw you a curveball. I said it's tough. <laughs> no, because if I would have got that, I'd be like, damn, is it one of the guys? <laughs> or is it like Zubac because he's played every game? Uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, LeBron. Yes. Oh, but you know what? It could be Anthony Davis. It could be Anthony Davis. Grizzlies. Ja Morant. I thought it was going to be Ja, but it is Ja. <laughs> oh, Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, I was like, what the Miami Heat. This is an interesting one. Because you know if you get it wrong, I'm just going to guess the other player and I'm going to get it right. <laughs> Bam out of bio. Boy, hey, I was about to say, the, the meal is tweaking because it's, not this Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> you are with all the. He's obviously the the MVP of that team. The Bucks. Oh, Giannis, it's still on me because I stole. 
I think I have 90% of the points right Minnesota now. Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> uh, are you serious with that? Do you know who's on that <laughs> roster? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Let me look at their roster. No. 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 The what? superstar? No. Yes. What the hell? Why are you overthinking it? They had a what? terrible season. Why would you still overthinking it, though? Why has it still been great? The Hawks had a terrible season, too. It still was Trey Young. Wait, why did you give him a hit? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I was legit waiting for that point Yo to fall in my head. Jarek Over. Damn, no. Brandon Ingram. The Knicks. Oh. Uh, MVP of the Knicks so far has been <laughs> Spike Lee. <laughs> RJ. No. Uh, damn. Shit. Why is it so hard? Because they have a bunch of players that's just cool. Like, you know, they're just cool. But Elfer, I, I don't Elfer see nobody Payton. as a leader. Is it back on me? Um, I looked at it because I thought he was going to get it right. Oh, Mitchell Robinson. It was Mitchell Robinson. At least he's there. He was going to lie. I'd be like, oh, no. I, I know the camera's still rolling. They would have saw me. I don't know why I looked at him. <laughs> uh, it's on who now? It's on... KB? Hell yeah. No, it's on Derek. Yeah, it's on me. I got it wrong. Yeah. Okay, see. Chris Paul. Okay, okay, okay. You're on your shit. You're on your shit. I don't know, man. I hope somebody clipped that one. <laughs> Orlando Magic. Uh, Evan Fournier. He's having a dub. Mm. Aaron Gordon. You're terrible uh, at this, by the way. The John Isaac. Oh my God, Nick Vucevic. Thank you. Yes. Y'all crazy. I, I wanted. I, I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't think it was him. Jonathan Isaac <laughs> played all year. <laughs> <laughs> 76ers. Who's it on? You. Uh, it's on KB. Uh, if if I were to pick between the two, I would say Ben Simmons has been the MVP of their season, but I feel like it's not him. I'm still going Ben Simmons because he deserves it. Joel Embiid. Yes. Stupid. Whoever wrote this article is stupid. <laughs> Devin Booker. Yes. Damian Lillard. Yes. Are you sure? Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fulks. It's mm. not De'Aaron? He's been carrying recently. Uh, Bogdanovich. Oh, I know the. Oh, actually, Is I don't. Buddy Rashawn Holmes. Who? The f- uh, why would Harrison he be- Barnes? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> there are three obvious additional candidates to this. I got to look at his game now. log, bro. What is he doing? Let him Fox be the MVP. Rashawn Holmes have missed significant time, while the third buddy here hasn't made his positive a team wide impact is expected to have. But that doesn't mean Barnes went the least salary. Uh, starry selection on the list. Is oh, weird. that 15 points last month was very MVP like. Consistent. <laughs> 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 Facts. I don't even know what was on. Just throw them out. It don't even oh, it's on Mike. Because I won at this point. Damn. You said. Mm. That's hard for the. I mean, I'm just going with the Rosen. No. <laughs> Patty Mills? LaMarcus Aldridge? Yes. Why are you why are you overthinking these? <laughs> Patty Mills. Patty Mills? He's been solid this year for them. Patty Mills. But it's he's okay, <laughs> he can be like, solid. He did have a big ass game. Pascal Siakam. Jazz. Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert. Wait. He's what shooting thirty seven percent. What are you talking about? He's been solid. That's ass. Wizards? Bradley Beal. Yeah. 
Real deal. Bradley Bill. And you looking up to think. Real deal, Bradley Bill. All right. Thank y'all so much for watching this episode of the Through the Wire podcast. Did y'all see somebody tweet us? Why did the podcast end so abruptly? No, it didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what it happened? What happened? Um, if you listen on audio, you got an extra like five minutes because we were playing that game where yeah. we were like guessing and then the camera shut out. Uh, so it kind of did end abruptly, uh, but it ended after, I think, Luca. Mm-hmm. And before I could look up the next one, the camera's like, boop. So it did end abruptly for y'all videos. But you know, you sometimes get extra, extra if you listen. You know what I'm saying? So be sure to download and buy tickets or get tickets to Philly Show. Simple. We love y'all. And Peace. we are.